It's Thursday. Can you believe it? I know it's time to take a breath, Wendy. Oh, I'm so excited. Goodness. If you've seen my calendar today, you would be like, we should have done this hours ago. But ladies, it is time to take a breath. Join Deborah and I. We're still talking about the Proverbs 31 one. We only have a couple more weeks on this one, Deborah. I know, I know. But, you know, I, we've had so many good insights from this um, series. So I want to invite others, um, you know, to go back, take a look, go to on our website. You can check out our podcast there or you can um, also look at our, our YouTube channel and um, be inspired. When you're running into something, you need a new characteristic. You need to spruce up a characteristic. <laughs> Um, that's uh, that you think, well, I'm, I may be lacking here. Uh, going back and get inspired. We'd love to have you um, go back and share those and, and look at her today. I hope you're seeing her in a whole new way that she's becoming another friend for you. Absolutely. You know, Deborah, we've really only got two more. We're going to talk about why we should pursue being the characteristics of a Proverbs 31 woman. And then we're going to wrap this all up. And I'm excited about that because I have just learned so much over these last few months. But you know what, ladies, here's something else. If you are not following us on YouTube, our YouTube channel, you need to go and, and do that and follow us and join our podcast. You can also go to our website um, and look up under podcast for women in business. And you can see all of our previous shows, but Deborah, Listen, some of these ladies have never even been with us before. So let me tell you, ladies, we are here to provide clarity so that you can focus on building a sustainable business, create margin in your life, and impact those around you. But today, Deborah, tell them what we're going to be talking about. Okay, all about wisdom. <laughs> I don't know about you. I, I, I was thinking about this, Wendy, about um, those who come before me. Uh, women in my life, friends, mentors, colleagues, um, grandmothers, aunts, others, um, parents, you know, that have really shared. And at times I thought, wow, that was really wise. I wonder where they got that at. <laughs> How did they learn that? How do I learn that? <laughs> and I think we're going to talk about that today. Oh, absolutely. You know, Deborah, the other day I was listening to my son talk about something he saw on social media and he was talking about how disastrous it's going to be if this happens. You know, it, it was not important about what was being said. I, I didn't feel that it was that big of a deal. But what I realized is it was completely a worldly view oh. and it really broke my heart. You know, we began to discuss the difference between a worldly view and what God tells us, you know, and as entrepreneurs, as business women and mothers and, and wives and sisters and daughters, you know, we have to really be able to discern the difference. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I was preparing for this discussion on wisdom and I reread Proverbs 31, 26, when she speaks, her words are wise and she gives instruction with kindness and this was the first time that it really hit me about she gives instructions with kindness because I can tend to be a little bit of a bull in a china shop and just especially when I get going and I just start going and going. And sometimes, you know, I may have wise words, but they are not instructed with kindness. 
you know, it hit me what a responsibility we have to not only use wisdom, but to give that with kindness. I only, I only chuckle, Wendy, because, uh, you know, I think all of us from time to time have to think about our approach in these situations. And, you know, it's interesting that you should bring this up because we had a similar situation happen with a family member who had issues with a biblical concept, a biblical principle. And, um, and so having that conversation in a way that could allow conversation to happen, um, a sharing of ideas, being able then to show an example in my own life of how this principle played out, um, really was important to keep the uh, communication open and that they would continue to hear, learn, and absorb. They may not have accepted it right away, but beginning that that learning process. And then I began thinking about, you know, as my role as a coach, I often find my my clients that are struggling not only with business issues, but they have personal relationship issues as well. Okay, and sometimes, I don't know about you, but sometimes the answers are really clear to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and while that may be true, I need to be grounded in God's what God's word says and how I express God's word to them in this in these circumstances. Okay, it, and I'll tell you another truth. I have to admit this, I don't know everything. That's I don't want to know everything either. I'm going to tell you right now because I'm going to feel responsible to act on it. I don't know if you have that problem. Well, that, that there's that as well. But, you know, there's times when you know, you know, you're right. Just go do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Like you said, um, we can be a little bit um, a bull in the china shop. But I have to remember this. God's word is, a two, is as powerful as a two-edged sword. But how I use his word doesn't have to inflict harm on another person. Wow. You know, that is, that is absolutely true. You know, and again, it comes back to, you know, wisdom, but with kindness. Exactly right. You know, so let's, let's talk about, we, I, I don't think anybody here listening disputes the importance of using wisdom. I don't think anybody disputes the importance of, of, you know, being kind. But let's talk about, okay, what are some best practices? Because sometimes it's just not always easy. Sometimes I'm emotional. <laughs> I'm all charged up. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so what are some things that we can put in place, some best practices that we can in, uh, use when we are making wise decisions? So, ladies, if you've got a pen, here's some, you can write this down. First of all, um, sorry, Deborah, I jumped in for you, but I'm going to go ahead and share this you one. Go right ahead. You got, you're on a roll. Go for I'm it, on Wendy. a roll. You're right. Um, first of all, consider your state of mind. Okay. That's what I'm talking about here. Sometimes I'm just a little too emotional, a little too upset, a little too something. So you want to consider your state of mind before you make that decision. You want to carefully evaluate the situation. Look at it from all sides. I always tell my kids, there's your side, their side, and the truth is in the middle. Right? So consider it, it carefully evaluate it. Review your desired outcomes. 
Number four, identify your blind spots. We all have them. Include others in your in the decision making process. And sometimes just make the decision. <laughs> Quit going back and forth because believe it or not, no decision is a decision. And finally, communicate your decisions. You know, speak up and, and, and articulate those. Wow. You know, Wendy, I really like this number um, uh, three. Review your desired outcomes. What do I want as a result of this conversation or this decision making? Um, and that really can guide the conversation because I've had unintended outcomes resulting on my intensity or my uh, uh, wavering or whatever it may be. So I have to identify what do I want as a result of this? What will that outcome look like? I really love that number three. Absolutely. You know, for me, it's just make the decision. I mean, have you ever had somebody who's talked about it for three months? Well, that would be me sometimes in my own head. <laughs> but sometimes we have to make the decision. And once we've considered it and, and make it wisely, we have to be ready to move there. Well, Deborah, why don't you share us some biblical principles about making wise decisions? Well, you know, every day, Wendy, we have, we're faced with a lot of choices that we can make. A lot of choices. And, you know, I think um, you talked about your role as a wife and a mom. Well, I'm a single woman with, with grown children. And there are times when I think I'm just tired of making decisions. I'm tired of making, being responsible for all those choices. But at the end of the day, that's where I am at and being able to do that. So there are times when, you know, we go to the Bible and we look for some guidance and direction and what we can do. But sometimes we have to kind of discern what the Bible is telling us as well. So we're going to talk about seven questions to ask ourselves as we're going through this. So what are my, what are the, all the possible motives that are involved in this decision making? What's everything that's happening? Am I feeling pushed? Do I feel that I um, that I am under pressure to make this decision? What? Why am I doing this? Is it satisfying and within me? Um, what am I? What number two? What should my past experiences inform me? What's happened when I've done this in the past or something similar? Um, what have I learned from it? How do I um, use that in a wise way? Um, I oftentimes, like many of you, will go to uh, family or friends or colleagues and talk about the situation and ask for their counsel. Now, I'm not asking them to tell me what to do. I'm asking for their counsel so that I can add it to the body of evidence that I have in order to make a decision. All right. Have I honestly considered the warning signs? Maybe like you, you've fallen into a few potholes in the road along the way. And now you may see the potholes, but guess what? I've fallen into them over and over again. So what are the warning signs that keep me from making um, wrong decisions or decisions that are not in my best, um, in my best interest? Have I considered the possible outcomes for the course of my action? Um, I've talked a lot in the past about risk management. 
So what are the risks that are involved if I if I take this road of action or this road of action? What is where is the Lord leading me? What do I see? What are those signposts in the way? What are the guardrails that are up against me? Could this decision jeopardize my integrity? You know, there are times when we don't want to uh, admit our our responsibility or our actions. Will it hinder my witness for the Lord? You know, we have to um, ensure that the that we're not taking a swift route just in order to get to an end, that we're taking a shortcut from what he asked us to do. And what are better options that allows me to take make a bigger impact for the uh, kingdom of God? So they may take longer, they may um, or they may be shorter, but what are those options that are in front of me? And make sure that I'm looking at all of them. It's so important for us, Wendy, to stop and, Okay, take a breath Definitely. And, and run through these um, through these options. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take these um, as we're sitting here talking about this. Oftentimes, I put things like this, these steps, um, on a piece of paper and put them in my in my calendar or in my devotional book, um, inside my Bible, somewhere where I can come back to them when I need them, so that I can look at it. I'm gonna encourage all you ladies today. If you found something in here that about decision making that you that you stop here, the Lord wants us to inquire of Him. He wants to give us those answers, and we have to start there with Him and ensure that we're in the right in the right place to receive His guidance. Absolutely, you know, Deborah. A couple of these just really stick out for me. You know, have I considered the possible outcomes? You know, I always tell my kids. You know, I always talk about there there are consequences, right? Good and bad. Every decision has good and bad consequences. I don't care how great the decision is. There are some negative reactions that come from that. And to be able to consider both sides of it and make the decision that I'm okay. I'm okay with all possible outcomes before I make that decision because it does have to play into this. But, you know, the last two were the ones that hit me the strongest, Deborah. Could this decision jeopardize my integrity or hinder my witness for the Lord? There are times when I make a decision that's emotional, that if somebody was looking at me or listening to me would seriously probably question whether or not I was um, doing very well at witnessing for the Lord. You know, there's been those problems that I've had over the years. And I think that to me, in, in making these decisions, asking that question I think is very important. As an entrepreneur, how I handle this customer how I handle my employee, the decision that I make does affect my integrity and in being a witness for the Lord and stopping and asking that question and really looking at that before I make the decision. It isn't about the dollars. It's about me being a witness for the Lord. And then the last one, you know, is, is there a better option that will allow me to make a greater impact? You know, sometimes we, we make decisions because it's quick and fast and, you know, um, it's the shortest route, but it may not be the best decision that gives us the greatest impact. And at the end of you know, the day, you, I'm sorry, when you said that, it reminds me that we could also miss a blessing. 
absolutely. We can miss the blessing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So these are really powerful questions. And I agree. This is something that needs to be, I think I may have to find a post-it note, put these up on a post-it note here <laughs> in my office. Um, because I think these are really good questions to ask myself before I move forward on some of the things that I need to do. This was just really, really powerful. Well, finally, let's talk about the work of the Holy Spirit. You know, to me, this just truly sums it up. I believe that Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 tells us exactly what we need to know and what to do. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean into your own understandings. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. If I am going to make wise decisions, this says it all. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean into your own understanding. Do not lean into my understanding to make the wise decision. I'm not going to make the wisest decision. And acknowledge him in everything that I do. Acknowledge that the, that decision was made by leaning into God. And he will make my path straight. I just, this just hit me so powerfully today. You know, I think it's so, it's so true. It's, you know, I, I often think about, I think it's uh, Charles Stanley that says, um, obey God and leave all the consequences up to him. Well, you can't obey him if you're not leaning into asking him for his guidance and direction so that you can um, execute what he tells you to do. And then it's up to him and how those are used as well as well. But I think about is also Wendy, this, this instruction in Proverbs follows along with our, our uh, verse today about being, we can't speak with wisdom and we cannot speak with kindness, the Lord's kindness, the Lord's love. If we are not um, acknowledging him and asking for his direction, because I can tell you when it comes out of my own being, my own decision, my own thought process, it doesn't always carry God's love and God's kindness, his mercy and grace with it. I have been known to have, you know, be a little sarcastic from time to time. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about, Deborah. <laughs> And comes right back at you, right? <laughs> I know. And so um, uh, I have to admit that. I have to, you know, and when it happens, it's like, I'm sorry, Lord. I allowed myself, my flesh to speak and not you to speak. Mm. And, um, you know, and, and, and I think that uh, keeping this in mind and every step of the way, when we have a, have a problem, when we have a decision to make, when we have a challenge that is overcoming us, when we're facing um, difficulties, uh, when we have success, right? Yeah. We have to trust in God that that success is not going to um, change us or move us in a way. Um, we, we can't think about what that's going to mean. We have to acknowledge him and tell him, how do we build on this? Thank you, Jesus, for that. But how do we build on it to continue to do what you've asked us to? Well, thank you. This has been a great devotional today. It has been. But Deborah, it's time to give him some action steps. All right. Well, three three quick ones, really. So um, come along with us, but very powerful ones. What do biblical principles... Um, what Excuse me. What biblical principles should inform my decision? 
Uh, yeah, is this about taking advantage of of, of uh, opportunities? Is this about stewardship? Is this about problem solving? You know, if you need, if those of you who've gone through biblical entrepreneurship, you may want to go back and refer to the principles of biblical entrepreneurship, um, and uh, be able to check those out and see what um, what verses there are, scriptures that are there for you to help you um, make those decisions. Number two, okay, I love this. Do I have all the facts? Now, there was a recent circumstance, Wendy, that um, you may remember where uh, I, I was all fired up about something, but I didn't have all the facts. I was ready to make a momentous decision. <laughs> I didn't have all the facts. And so, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I think that this is a good reminder, making sure that, you know, everything is related to your to the circumstance that you're in. And is there pressure of time that's forcing me to make a premature decision? You know, we should, whether it's a pressure of time or circumstances, um, we need to stop. We need to stop the process. We need to um, inquire of God. We need to ask a uh, ask him about his timing and be able to put a pause on things. Um, as long as it's not a life or death situation that needs to come along, most things of ours can be um, can have a, a timeout and the length of that timeout can vary. But whatever we need to do so that we're not uh, acting prematurely or making hasty decisions. I love these three steps. I, you know, I do too. That whole, do I have all the facts? This is an important one, man, because sometimes, as you said, you know, we get fired up. And or sometimes we're making a business decision when we don't have all of the facts and that if we don't, then that decision very well may be wrong. And I cannot think of the old wife's tale about, you know, um, acting in haste and um, having plenty of time to uh, regret uh, <laughs> your mistakes. I forget the, the, the proverbs on that right now but you know that is so true because sometimes i do feel like i have to I, I i'm being forced to make this decision right now and we've got to ask ourselves you know do i need to be making that or should i give myself 24 hours or a week you an know, hour what, <laughs> sometimes just five minutes is enough to get me to dial back and relook at that but again you know these are very, very good action steps and, and to, to, you know, sit back and, and, and do that. Well, you know, Deborah, we need to go to some scripture because this is where the truth is. This is where we will get the most help. Why don't you go ahead and start? All right. Proverbs 18, four, the words of the mouth are deep waters. Wow. But the fountain of wisdom is a rushing stream. Holy cow, when I think about how, um, you know, the words that we say have long lasting effect long after they are said, long after the, um, after the circumstance or instance is there, um, they linger. And we can only, we can all think about things that were said to us in our childhood that continue to have an impact on us today, whether they're true or not. 
But, you know, the fountain of a wisdom is a rushing stream. You know, it just really um, cleanses and pulls away all the, the lies and misinformation and can really just share us with the truth that we can grab onto and, and continue with, uh, with, our, uh, with our work. You know, Deborah, this I've shared already, and I'm going to bring this up again because this scripture just really speaks to me here today. And that's, I'm bringing back Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. I I had to bring it back, Deborah. Normally I don't, but I had to bring it back today in the scriptures we need to stay focused on. Uh you know, a foundational scripture is foundational. And uh, I, and I'm going to say, if you need to put it on your whiteboard, if you need to put it on, uh, make it as a screen print uh, for your your uh, laptop or your or your phone, um, something that you can lean on to each and every day reminds you of what is important. All right, finally, from James 3 through 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life. By deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. You know, we can look to others and see their actions and follow them to learn from them. And we can see the fruit of their uh, faith and their uh, reliance upon God, um, upon the uh, circumstances that they've learned from and gleaned and be able to, um, to be able to, uh, uh, learn from them as well you know when i'm thinking about my dad i've told you the story before i wanted to go see we were on a, on a family trip i wanted to go see a monument and he said to me okay well i was there 40 years ago and i've already seen it for you so you don't need to see it i think <laughs> i think about this right now you know i can look at someone else and learn from their um from their circumstances and i don't necessarily have to walk through it i can i can glean from their wisdom and uh, how important that is. And there are many great people in my life, I know in yours as well, everyone on this call, that they've learned from others that have impacted them. Well, you know, that's so true, Deborah. What I also like about the scripture, it says, let them show it by their good life and deeds done. You know, people can talk about who they are and what they do, but the truth is in how they act and what they've done. And this just really kind of hits me with that as well. You know, talking about wisdom, it is not about what we say, it is about what we do. This has just been such a great time today. And I have just walked away with so much more than what I came with today um, in this discussion. Well, Deborah, we are almost out of time. Last week, I hope you got to go to the Global Forum. Um, it, it is awesome today. It was amazing. Um, I hope you had an opportunity to take advantage of some of the specials that are offered um, and on passive income. But you know, Deborah, our business success accelerator, our BSA group coaching starts in like two weeks, less than two weeks. I am so excited about that. Um, why don't you tell them a little bit more about what that group coaching is and what they're going to get? 
All right. Well, this is um, our group starts on the 11th of October and it's a one year um, monthly session. It's a peer to peer um, business coaching program. It's going to transform the way you look at your business. You'll be able to work with other uh, people around the table. We offer um, this is a cost effective way for you to get coaching um, at any growth, wherever, or any growth stage that you're at. It's a joint learning environment. So coming together, we're going to have a topic each month that we'll be covering. Uh, we'll be learning from each other, sharing what our, uh, what our challenges are, some of our successes. It helps you to achieve a sustainable business growth that's balanced by very strong values and relational equity. And those of you who've been uh, know us that we believe that uh, relationships is the foundation to any business growing. We share core values that that promote our growth in our business. And the BSA is a, an example of that. We want you to be a part of it. We've got a few seats left and you can join us. The um, link is in the banner that's going across and you can join in. If you have questions, you can ask up. Um, Wendy or I, we're going to be part of that team that will be teaching it. Wendy, I love this because it's getting us ready for 2023. I, I know. Can you believe we're, I mean, we're like three months out. We're starting Q4, right? The last quarter of the year starts in just a couple of days. You know, Deborah, one thing I do want to share, you know, a lot of people who are joining us today who've been part of the Women in Business, you know, I want to, I want to share a little bit of, uh, real quick, you know, here in Nehemiah, we provide holistic training and coaching founded in biblical principles. Our programs are customized to your specific needs, and we surround you with a community of biblical entrepreneurs from around the world that are in alignment with your values and faith. Our proprietary tools and processes are designed to move your business forward to achieve results. This is what I'm really excited about hoping that you will join us on that. Close us out, Deborah. Our time is up. All right. Well, ladies, we'll see you next week. We're looking forward to it. Um, in line with our topic today of wisdom, look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. First Chronicles 1611. Have a wonderful week. Bye.